Hi, welcome to the Pedestrian Fest podcast. My name is Michael Amland, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Hey everyone, today's guest is Ian McLenn. He's the host of the Why Whiskey podcast, which is a podcast that focuses on history and you guessed it, whiskey. In this episode, we talked about his most recent episode on the Holy Grail, uh, which is great. It's really entertaining. Um, I gave it a listen the day of, and we talked a lot about it in the episode, so definitely check that out. We also talked about how whiskey is woven into the American story and how podcasting has changed in the last few years. Ian is one of the best history podcasters out there. I highly recommend you check out his work and support him. I hope you enjoyed this episode and cheers. Hey, what's going on? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Thanks for so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, it's feel like a long overdue. <laughs> it, oh. I was just uh, I was just talking with Chris. I was like, I was like, man, we've been talking forever, but we have just not gotten the chance to to like cross paths on either white whiskey or, or pedestrian. I was like, man, that's. Like, it's been a while. It has. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm I'm okay. Like I, <laughs> uh, a lot of lot of changes um, over the last uh, six months here, and uh, big big life changes all at once. And uh, I don't recommend anybody do that. Um, right. Yeah, or at least just do one at a time. That's that's a good idea. One at a time. But yeah, the, but just one three. at a time. Three big ones like that at one time, I would imagine, would be pretty overwhelming. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to just kind of tell everybody like who you are and you know what why why whiskey is about, real quick? Sure. Um, uh, my name is Ian McGlynn. Uh, I am the host of the Why Whiskey podcast, where we uh, talk about whiskey, we talk about history, we go deep into both uh, sometimes at once. I am uh, a little bit notorious for getting my guests super drunk uh, while we talk, so it's uh, it's a good it's a good time. Uh, they, uh, I don't know, they they love it or hate it. So if you're if you're Jamie from E14, you you never want to see me again. But uh, but uh, everybody else seems to have a good time. So no, it's uh, uh, it, it's a silly. Uh, 
I don't know, a lot of history podcasts tend to be very serious and they tend to be very like, yes. like content information driven. And that's wonderful. I love them. Oh yeah. Uh, I absolutely yeah. love them. Um, yeah. I, I want it to be a little bit less of that. You know, I want to tell the stories, um, but I want to do it in a different way. And I want to do it in a, a, a relaxed environment where we're just, we're, we're sharing and we go and um, man, let me tell you the, oh hell, we're two years old now, three years old now yeah dang yeah um flies by we we uh I, I saw that we had been around like three years uh you know a few weeks ago i was like what <laughs> how's that happen so fast yeah um so so fast and i mean it's been almost a year since i put out a show so it's been well it's been, been about nine months and uh took a bit of a break there uh but but yeah the the connection the pe the people connection has been the best part of it um, Absolutely. I've, gotten, I've gotten to talk to so many just amazing folks and meet uh, some really interesting characters and uh, get to share, uh, you know, a glass of whiskey in about two and a half hours uh, on the average with them. And uh, it's it's been wonderful. Uh, so it's uh, it, it's a passion, which is why I knew it was just on a, a temporary timeout. It wasn't on a, a for real, like like going away. Uh, I knew it was just on a, a timeout for a while while I got my got my shit together <laughs> absolutely I'm, I'm so glad you're back and you know i, I know it's it's gonna be better than ever now um are you drinking anything tonight i, I brought some basil's hiding so oh i was gonna I, get that on the rocks i uh here i i wish um so i'm, <laughs> I'm drinking beer tonight like i'm traveling oh okay uh so i'm i'm currently in alabama for work oh, right on. Uh, so okay uh but i i am i i am sharing a a beverage all right my uh my Let's, beer uh, people will, will cringe as i pull out a uh a coors light when the mountains are blue here. hey <laughs> whatever man that's like between that and, and michelob ultra when i i just want a beer like they are great options i, I don't care what anybody says i i mean i'm big you know proponent of, of like craft beer, craft beers and things like that but i mean if you're just hanging out man that stuff's good yeah. so cheers cheers so, Let's zoom cheers to this. There we hey. go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That stuff I'm works. jealous. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure yours <laughs> tastes way better than mine. Oh, I am wow. jealous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I listened to your, your latest episode. Uh, you just dropped. Uh, what made you choose the, the Holy Grail? Uh, so, I did. Uh, I'm just, I'm almost done. I got two classes yeah. left. Um, uh, for my bachelor's in history. Awesome. And yeah. That's two, exciting. Two classes. <laughs> one, yes. of a, one of them's a math class. I have left that because I, I, right. man, I, I suck at math. I'm great at everything else, but math is just my, uh, it, it kills me. Uh, it's it's um, my Achilles heel and I, I kind of work in it, but that's, <laughs> 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 you know, Excel it's it's there so <laughs> yeah i i can crank yeah. out a 10 page paper like nobody's right. business but you asked me to do like one page of math problems and i'm just i'm done for a week so it's, oh yeah uh, that's that's <laughs> two hours of my day gone you know just dumbfounded <laughs> um, so you're saying i need to hire you as my tutor for my math class that's what i'm hearing for sure yeah uh, you know guaranteed to fail so yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I hear the class is better the second time around anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's uh, exciting. But yeah, so, yeah, I I should walk the stage in May. Um, awesome. Which will be 
that should be weird that'll be super weird <laughs> yeah yeah but, uh, I, i'm getting my bachelor's i'm supposedly going to be done in 2025 but i looked at my credits and it looks like i could be finally done in 24 so nice yeah they, they still didn't answer my email but uh i'll email them again and be like look like what's going on i'm, I'm trying to get through this <laughs> what are you getting your degree uh, uh, it's a it's a bachelor's in business administration. Um, I started it in my last job because they were doing like a really good uh, tuition reimbursement, and uh, it was kind of at the the urging of my my old boss, um, uh, Mike Goodwin, who I, I he's just started like a comedy career. <laughs> I went and saw him uh, do comedy a few weeks ago, so I'm definitely going to get him on the show too. He's he's a hilarious guy, but I was like, man, he finally did it. So. But uh, yeah, I can't think of enough. He he really pushed me to do that. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well done. Yeah, my uh, I started going to college in 2007, wow. so I'm really excited to graduate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's been a yeah. Long so long. if you're seeing all these accomplishments, like none of this is mine. That's all my She's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got her bachelor's up there. She just got some new like certification. This, this is like all her like marathon like race stuff. I, I have uh what what do I have? I've got uh this like guitar pick thing we can hang up. Um this uh like Bruce Springsteen art I've had for like three years. It still needs a frame. So we're getting there, we're getting some stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. I love yeah. it. I love it. So yeah. Um uh I, I do I forget what the question was <laughs> oh what uh, the holy oh. grail like what oh was, the holy uh, grail yeah I, so i needed to take like 18 credit hours of uh other history because i'm I, i'm majoring in uh, uh northern and latin american history um cool cool okay yeah and uh, which is gonna be funny because i'm gonna get my master's in hospitality which is long story there for a later time but um, right. uh but uh so, but I needed to take like 18 credit hours of, of other history. So I did a lot of European and Middle Eastern history. And the last Middle Eastern history class I took was wonderful. My professor was absolutely incredible. Um, and because and, a lot of the, the older history stuff, like the European and, and Middle Eastern history is, is old history. And yeah. It, it's really not my thing. I like stuff that I can still reach back and touch. Um, okay. And, and so, so it, it's hard for me to get into those. So the professor has to be the key. And I have not had great professors in any of my European or Middle Eastern history classes so far. He was amazing. He was so engaging. Oh. It's a, you still there? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Um, uh, so like, so he got me going and uh, I, I had to come up with some sort of topic for research. And, and I was like, man, like I, I'm struggling here. I don't, I don't know what to, what to do. And, and I said, you know, here's some, some thoughts about this and this and this. And he's like, Hey, let's, let's tone this down. He's like, let's go, you know, think about this think about this way. And one of the things was uh, relics, you know, like right. religious relics. And I was like, got it. Like I'm a crazy fan of the Indiana Jones like franchise oh me too i mean last crusade like i don't even know how many times i forced my family to, to watch that with me as a kid so that was like my go-to like yeah yep 
Same, same. And yeah. I'm also a huge Monty Python fan. So I was like, Me too. you know, so that was, that was my pitch is like, all right, you know, is there any truth to Monty Python or Indiana Jones? And he's like, this isn't a movie class. This is a history class. But <laughs> he's like, if you can work with some other stuff. And so I, I did a bunch of research and uh, I, you know, I, I dug in and, and to, to write this paper for him. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm, I'm going to make this a show. Like I've, I'm going to super. I mean, all of your episodes are always really well researched, but I, I'm just like, man, like there's so much good information in this. Like, you know, even the, the stuff about like Joseph Arimathea and all that kind of stuff that, you know, I mean, you're used to hearing it in like, I don't know, historical fiction, but like, it's really cool to hear what, what actually is behind that. Yeah. And yeah. I, you always, I, for me personally, anyway, I always dissociate Europe from the Middle East, right? Even though like mm -hmm. they, they had a big clash, you know, apparently there, you know, some, some Europeans went to the Middle East to go like save the Holy Land or something. They called it like the Crusades or something. I, I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, right. <laughs> but but I, I seldom we put like, um, you know, you think of Rome, right? Well, shit, Rome was in modern day Italy, right? So why wouldn't Europe be a thing or, or not Europe? Why wouldn't like England and, in France. I mean, they weren't called those things at the time, but because so, so when you find that Joseph, who was allegedly cross-eyed, you know, at Jesus's death, went to England, you're like, well, that, that wasn't a thing. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, but so, so it's, it, it was, it was a weird transition, like a connection to those two. And, and I, I admittedly don't spend a lot of time in that history realm. So that, right. that was a neat discovery to think that somebody who was, you know, cross-eyed with Jesus, then went to what we now know as England, um, and maybe took a cup with him. We don't know, <laughs> you know, right? So, yeah, it was uh, it was cool, but that was that was kind of the the premise there for that, and uh, why I I chose that and put that together. So, um, and I, I needed I needed something to get me rolling. So, yeah, so catalyst. I, you know? Yeah, I. I had right. the research. I just needed to put it in show format. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to start today and here's what I'm going to do. So I got behind the microphone, pressed record and away I went. Um, and the clouds parted and God said, good, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen Monty Python? Oh right? yeah. 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 So oh, they're yeah. playing the horns yeah. out of their asses. Yeah. Know, they're playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop that singing no more. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I, I encourage anyone who listens to us to absolutely go check out Why Whiskey. But yeah, if you have any interest in the Holy Grail, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic episode. So well, that's cool. You said history that you can touch. Uh, like what, can you tell me more about that? Like what kind of, like, do you mean kind of like American history or? Um, so yes, that's, that's okay. my focus. Um, and I honestly, my, uh, where I kind of came from in the whole um, whiskey realm is I, I got into whiskey. Um, I've always had a love for history. And as I started doing more extensive research, you see, alcohol, distilled spirits, beer, cider, all these things are intertwined with our history, our history being American history. 
-hmm. like there are very seldom like (laughs) events big events that you read about that don't i'm not saying that that alcohol caused them but like alcohol's there like so so what what is it what and and that was the name for the show was why whiskey you know why why booze why has booze been such i mean it changed our 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 constitution twice alcohol i did not know that (laughs) yeah um well prohibition Uh, right so yeah well come in they freaking they they chop it with the 18th they freaking fix it with the 21st you know they they, (laughs) um that whole story is awesome yeah. which is a, you know, um, uh, a big love of mine too, but like, it's, it, it has been this crazy thing. Uh, the very first revolution or not revolt, like revolt, um, that we had in America as America was the whiskey rebellion, you know, um, the only time a sitting president has led troops into battle, I mean, it, the rebellion just dis, like dispersed before George, George even got, but like um, he did squeeze back into his uniform, hop on a horse and rode for a little while. Uh, yeah. That did happen. So, um, right. so, but it was, you know, they, they, it was about taxation, but, but it was taxation of booze, you know, you're yeah. not going to tax our booze. And, and, right. um, and, and the relationship of uh, American history and alcohol is amazing and, right. and wonderful. Um <laughs> And, and so I, you know, being a whiskey guy myself, I love it. So it's, it's fun to to grab a glass and to think that, you know, this little, this little glass of liquid has impacted an entire country since its existence, you know? Yeah. Um, It really kind of blows your mind. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember like what, what was kind of like the first whiskey that you, you tried or got really, got really excited about? Oh, so I don't remember where I the started. I'm sure I was... really. Ex- <laughs> I have no idea for me. So. Um, so I think the first whiskey I got excited about was Jim Beam, and I still Jim have yeah. a, a great love for Jim Beam and anything that comes out of that distillery. Um, I, I was just drinking White Label at the time. I didn't realize yeah. that they had an entire lineup of unbelievable bourbons. Um, right. And uh, and and. They just keep getting better uh, as as time goes. And now that uh, Freddie, no, uh, Fred No's son is taking over, and he's got he's got his own projects coming out that are just that are just fantastic. Uh, so it's um, uh, for my my retirement whiskey was uh, the uh, the two thousand one uh, release from Knob Creek, which Knob Creek is a, a Jim Beam. Oh yeah, so yeah, so yeah. It was the the batch two of that was you know um, just because it's it's just it's just great stuff. So that's that yeah. was kind of the whiskey that that got me to fall in love with whiskey. And then looking into that brand's history and um, and then I started branching out and started getting you know I was I was a bourbon guy like that was it. I was just just a bourbon guy for a long time. Uh, that's cool. And, and then they said, hey, there's other whiskeys. I'm like, what do you mean there's other whiskeys? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you liar. There is no yeah. such thing. Uh, uh, and then, uh, and then it just kind of went from there. And so now I'm, I, I drink it all and it's all, it's all fantastic. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was it, man. You've had your podcast at like distillers and things like that, which is super cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. And distillery, like 
distilleries are magic places. If, if you yeah. have not gone, you need to go because it's, it's a little bit museum. It's a little bit um, like production line and it's a little bit mad scientist. Like yeah. you look at like the, the science that they, that they use that they like just to make whiskey. And, and that's, what's crazy to think, you know, dudes back in the day were literally grinding up corn, boiling it, letting it ferment, and then taking that fermented, you know, the, the, the beer and distilling it. And that was it. Now they're going right. into like molecular structure and like, <laughs> like finding like specific corns that have a specific enzyme that has this to do this to the, and it, it's unbelievable. That's Absolutely crazy. unbelievable. Like, the science that goes in behind it. And when you get into like the research labs of some of these places, like Four Roses right. has like, I think 10 or 12 different yeast strains that produce <laughs> different flavors. Yeah, seriously. Wow. Like they, they'll throw in different yeast strains to like, like bring out different flavors in the grains. And then use and they, they actually like know how that's going to impact it and things like that. Or, or, I mean, they don't, they're just like, let's try it. <laughs> let's just, like, well, somebody yeah. had to, right. Somebody right. Had, yeah. had to be like, uh, let's see how this tastes and go, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's cool. But yeah, distilleries, distilleries are a magic place, man. They're, they're just, they're just so cool. Yeah, um, it looks like the Wonka factory to me every time I look at something like that, or, you know, you go to like a brewery or something. I'm just like, what, what is, what does that actually do over there? <laughs> that's cool. Yep. I keep hoping that like, just like Willy Wonka, they come out with like the lickable wallpaper, except it's like bourbon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Snozberries, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we, we talked a bit about like, we have been doing this for longer than we realized. Like, I feel like we kind of came out of that, like, I don't know, like 2020 podcast boom a little bit. You know, I, I feel like there was a lot of, podcasts uh that kind of sprung up during that time like i what do you think about that like uh covid did amazing things um for people's creativity and their their creative process they you know you shut people away from from society and they, they got to come up with things and ways to connect and one of the ways that a lot of people were uh, finding that creative outlet and and that way to connect was through podcasts and right I which personally I loved and and I, I hated that Same. I didn't have enough time to listen to all of them because yeah oh you know, yeah I, I got hooked no on way. a couple yeah right I, I got I got hooked on a couple you know yours yeah. and Dina's uh, summers and and then you get into the network of folks and um and you listen to all these great shows and I just don't have time to listen to to all of yeah. them you know um. Uh, but, but it did, it gave the, the, that outlet kind of came. Why was he started in November of 2019? So I was, I was just okay. before COVID kicked off. Right. Um, okay. Just before. Right. Uh, uh, and so, so I thought I was doing this crazy weird thing. And then all of a sudden here's this like explosion of people. And I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. This is so great. And uh, because it's people like me, you know, I'm just a knucklehead who grabbed a microphone and started talking to my computer, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought I was a weirdo, but now all of a sudden, like, I have a ton of weirdos with me. Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, with Matt and I, uh, you know, I, we were literally just playing around with anchor. I sent him the link and we're like, Oh my God, it works. And you hear us like talking on the show, like, Oh wow, this, we can do this. <laughs> um, yeah. It, 
and that's the one thing I love about your show, and I know I've I've said it a bunch, um, is it's it's like you're just sitting on a phone call with your buddies, or you're sitting yeah, oh, yeah. at like a table yeah, while sure. there's just this this conversation that happens, and it's so you know I my show has some script and some structure and some like, and sometimes that drives me crazy. And sometimes that's like, a, 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 it's a challenge because like, I don't want to write, but I have to write, you know? Um, and so I get so jealous of you. I'm like, I'm like, damn it. Why couldn't I like, I just have like where I go sit down with a buddy and drink and we just talk and like, this is awesome. It's, it's wonderful. But I, uh, well, I mean, I think most listeners want to listen to something like, like your show where they're like learning something. There's, there's a focus to it. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I definitely knew our, our kind of style, um, you know, it wasn't for everybody, but I, I mean, I was like, I don't know. I find it funny. Maybe somebody else will. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> for but, sure. uh, and we, you know, we, we try to do other things too. Like, I'm, like this, like just bring on other, other podcasters, other creators. And um, I don't know, just try to steer people towards stuff we find interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, COVID was a was a great one, and now you're starting to see the taper, uh, and the taper is getting steep. Um, yeah, yeah. I no, I mean, a, a lot of shows that are are peeling away and falling off because they've got to go back to the office, or they've, yeah. you know, all the the COVID stuff's kind of falling away, and so with that comes some of their time and. And that kind of breaks my heart in a couple of different ways because I, I thought we had figured out a way to, I, I didn't think work from home was going to be a forever thing, but right. I thought it was going to be a more incorporated thing. And now you're seeing a lot of places and now a lot of these big companies are saying, no, come back to the office. And yeah. once we go back to the office, we're back to 80 hours a week. We're grinding, we're, we're working hard and we're, you know, and, and we kind of lose that, you know, that ability and our focus shifts, you know, and yeah. once we, once that, that shift goes to career from, you know, creative outlet, and unless you've disciplined your time really well, yeah. uh, you know, the first thing that you're going to chop is, is stuff like this. And, uh, which which breaks my heart. I've I've seen a couple of really great shows sign off forever here in the last two three months, and that's uh, that's a bummer. It is, and I mean, it, you know, with the work stuff, it's like you think I, I don't know. It it seems possible that there could be some sort of hybrid model that would work for most companies. I mean, let them work from home, I and mean, that that helps people that have their families, and uh, you know. I don't know, it kind of helps the culture. Like people are able to, I don't know, maybe get more involved in their community, you know, if they're at home more. Um, kind of getting those tentacles back into like, you must be here, kind of like, I don't know. Uh, it is it is a bummer and you're right. I mean, that's the first thing that, that goes for people are these like extracurricular things. Um, you know, there's like a, a quote I'm trying to remember from like David Byrne uh, he was saying something like, you know, he really feels like uh, they should almost like school or something. They should have like time in your workday where you can do something like this, like a creative outlet, which will help like mm. break up the day. You think with everybody's obsession with neuroscience, that would help. Like, I don't know, like give them some time to be creative and maybe that'll help their like aha moment kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, 
Yeah. Or at least give them some, some energy. You know what I mean? Cause like, yeah, I, I come away from these things uh, pumped, you know, from right. a, when I'm done recording, when I, you know, uh, until I have to go edit and then I, then I cry again, but, um, right. but like, you know, the, the recording time and, and the time with, you know, your, your guests and your people and, and your, when you're talking and chatting is, is yeah. phenomenal. And you come out of that. I come out of that with so much energy and usually high, I have like, really I have all kinds of notes to like, all right, cool. I've got, you know, five new ideas for the show. I'm going to look at this and this and this and this, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. Like it, that during a work day where, you know, you hit that, like that post lunch wall, you know, yeah. and then there's that flurry of activity from like three to five, but that, that yeah. like 1230 to three time, you're just kind of like in that, that grog, like, Oh, I don't want to be here. But, but I if, mean, even like a generous, like 30 minutes just to like, do, I don't know, like the ideas for a show or something like that. Just give mm -hmm. people some, some, I don't know. They, that that would be something I would invigorate my afternoon, you know, instead of just like staring at my computer all day long. <laughs> so, I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what's what's kind of next for Y Whiskey? Are, are you going to keep, uh, you know, you have like, what are some of the ideas for like the, the future shows you're thinking about? Um, so I'm about to kick off. Uh, so I've got a, a another uh, episode that I'll launch on uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving, uh, and that awesome. is about the uh, Aaron Burr treason trial. Cool. Okay. Um, but that I am going. Yeah, yeah. Th that was a fun one. Um, so and that was brought on from. Is Lynn Manuel Miranda you know, going to guest uh, on that or? <laughs> Yeah, so I reached out to him and <laughs> right. Leslie Odom Jr. and like all these guys. They're just like, uh, you know, we'd really like to, but we're so busy. Da 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 da. You know, right. they, they were going to, but of course their schedules didn't permit. But yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, um, how do you feel but, about uh, Hamilton? Yeah. Do you like it, or are you like, no, it kind of veered off, or? So, it is for for a piece of theater so first off you got to know like my parents are theater majors so i grew up okay like with, i did not know that uh, yeah i grew up with broadway like i i can sing more barbara streisand than any human ought to be able to um that's like, cool like yeah so <laughs> um so so i i grew up with theater and actually the two makes history and theater together i'm skeptical because I'm, I know Mary, so I, I went into it a little, a little cautious, but right. Lin-Manuel Miranda did so much homework. Um, yeah. And other than some, some timeline crossovers, mm -hmm. um, which understandably when you're trying to pack in, you know, 30 years of history into two hours, you got to do some like blending. Um, right. So that's understandable, but it's accurate. Huh. It's, okay. it's historically accurate um minus some timeline stuff so there's some timeline stuff where it looks like this is happening at this time but really didn't it happened at a different time okay. but that's okay it, it the the facts and the stories that are presented are accurate and i i adore it um i uh was gifted uh for my birthday this year tickets to see hamilton in new york city uh which i'll be going to in like uh two weeks 
Um, Amazing. So right That's after, awesome. Right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, I'll be going in and actually get to see it on Broadway. So I'm. That's really cool. I, I've seen it off Broadway. Um, we saw it, I think, last year when we saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was, was great. great. Um, I, uh, I mean, I loved it. My wife is like a mega fan of it. Um, when we even first started dating, like our first road trip um, to see Mumford and Sons, uh, she basically like forced me to listen to it. I, I had no idea. I missed that whole like movement about it. People like talking about it and everything like that. I, I, I had no idea. I mean, it, I was just like, what is this? Like, why, why is this on? Oh, it's good. I like it. <laughs> and then, my, you know, I learned more about it. Yeah. My, my kids went hard into it um, before it went like before it came out and then it, you know, did the big Disney plus launch and right. during the summer of COVID. So the summer yeah. of 20, and uh and we all sat down together the the day it released and we watched it and from that point on i was like yeah yeah i'm in <laughs> like this is yeah no i mean it, yeah it had i definitely was more impactful i feel like when i watched it there because I, I could really kind of i even from a, like a musical perform standpoint like the, the motion and things like that um really came through so yeah i mean I, i'm a fan for sure uh sorry for that tangent <laughs> no not at all uh, uh, it was a musical changed so um i don't know when i read history right so when i read memoirs and i read you know biographies and and quotes from people like i hear a voice in my head right yeah um and for the longest time um like whenever I read anything by John Adams, have you ever seen the the musical 1776? I have not. No, I, that's so, new to me. I'll have to check that out. How about, uh, have you ever seen Boy Meets World? Yeah. Yeah. So Mr. Finney. Okay. Right. He plays right. John Adams in the Broadway, uh, oh, that's a much perfect. younger him yeah. in right. 1776. I've seen the John so Adams read, like miss or is it John Adams like miniseries on HBO? I've seen that. There is, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's like um, Paul Giamatti doing it, but yeah. Yeah, but I hear yeah. his voice whenever I read like John Adams. John and Adams, for, yeah. For the longest time I heard, um, I, I don't remember what the actor's name was uh, who played George right. Washington um, in a, it was a, a history channel thing. But anyway, for the longest time, until I watch Hamilton. And now right. anytime I read George Washington, I hear Chris Jackson's voice as George right, Washington. Right. And I think that's just the coolest thing ever. Like this musical changed the voice in my head of a character of, of a, of a person in history. When I read it, you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Uh, um, and, and that's a, that's a wonderful thing. I, I think that's just that's so cool. Um, which I, I didn't even really think about it until I was, I was reading some stuff on George Washington. I was reading some of his quotes and stuff. And, and all of a sudden I can hear, like, I hear Chris Jackson, like, read it. I'm like, wait a minute. Like this, right. <laughs> this is a dude who played him. Like, like, like oh, wait, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Get yeah, out yeah of that mind. was, that was the impact. <laughs> that was the impact that, uh, that one of the impacts anyway, that, that Hamilton had on me. So yeah, I'm really That's excited awesome. to go and, uh, and to check it out. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I'm, we're getting low on time here. So I'm going to do a, okay. a lightning round. Um, yes. so this is just going to be like top of your head. Just, just answer it. So I, I've got the, the first questions. Um, what is your request? 
I seek history and whiskey. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your favorite color? Blue. No, green. Ah! <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, I've, I've got the real ones now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you said you're a big, big like musical fan. Like, who, who are your uh, like top three favorite music artists? Music artists? Music or um, or Broadway? Any any of the above? Um. Uh, I'm a huge uh, Eva Noblenzada fan. Uh, um, uh, I, I am a Swifty. Say what you will. Uh, hey, I love I love the Swift man. Our first episode was was going off on folklore. So, and I love Midnight. <laughs> nice. Midnight is great. So, yeah, huge fan. Yeah. Uh, and then I will always and forever be because it was the very first concert I ever went to. I went to it with my dad. Uh, I'm a Hootie and the Blowfish faithful. Oh, awesome! That's killer. Yeah, yeah I wish yeah. I gotten to see Hootie in in my day. That's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That's killer. Well, that that was gonna be my next question, like best concert, but that's you can't really top that. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Ian. You're always a delight. Uh, where can everyone find you and and your uh, work? Uh, so you can find me uh, on any of your podcast platforms. Just look for Why Whiskey. Um, uh, I am very active on Twitter and Instagram. I am at whiskey Y on Twitter. And then uh, I think it's a why whiskey podcast on Instagram. Uh, you just search for whiskey and you'll, you'll see me, but those are the two social platforms that I am uh, I'm the most active on and, uh, and I'm very responsive. So uh, reach out and I'll, uh, I'll reach back real quick. For sure. Well, any, anyone who's listened to this needs to go check out why whiskey follow, follow Ian and uh, learn something. I, I learned something every time I, I listen to you. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheers you one more time through the Zoom. Hell yes. Let's do it's it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much well, for having me. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ian. Have a good night. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Pedestrian at Best podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or anywhere else that you may be listening. You can add us on Twitter just search at pedestrian or you can add us on instagram just search pedestrian at best podcast we hope you are doing well and thanks for listening